Hey everyone, thanks for checking out Limitless Podcast. We are the young adult community of House of Prayer Church in San Antonio, Texas. Our hope and our prayer is that through this message, you will be encouraged and inspired to know Jesus more, no matter where you are on your faith journey. Enjoy the message. I want to ask you all the question, what is your typical response when things don't seem to be going your way? If you want to think about it yourself, what is your typical response when things seem like they're not going your way? Um, this past Sunday, if y'all didn't know, was called uh, Palm Sunday. Do y'all know what that is, Palm Sunday? It's, uh, it's a week before Easter. It's the day where uh, Jesus came in to Jerusalem, his triumphant entry. Have y'all read that? Read the story? <clears throat> we'll read it in a moment if you haven't in uh, John chapter 12. Uh, it's actually when Jesus was coming in with his triumphant entry, uh, Everybody was praising him, worshiping him, and they laid palm branches uh, in front of him when he came with on a, a young donkey. Um, this is actually very significant, though, because uh, that's all that was going on. There, there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes during this week up leading into Easter. And Easter is this coming up this Sunday, and, and we celebrate um, the resurrection. Um, but I want to read in John chapter 12, if you want to turn there. John chapter 12. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, actually what palms, the palms actually represented, they rep- represent blessing. So uh, a, a popular name at this time was Tamar. Have you heard the name Tamar in the Bible? Uh, King David's daughter is Tamar. Uh, it actually means blessing. The name Tamar means blessing. I'm, I'm sorry, it actually means palm tree. So uh, John chapter 12 says this. It says, uh, verse 12, the next day the news that Jesus was on the way to Jerusalem swept through the city. A large crowd of uh, Passover visitors took palm branches and went down the road to meet him. Uh, They shouted, praise God, blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord, hell to the king of Israel. Jesus found a young donkey and rode on it, fulfilling the prophecy that said, don't be afraid, people of Jerusalem. Look, your king is coming, riding on a donkey's colt. His disciples didn't understand at the time that this is what uh, was a fulfillment of prophecy, but after Jesus entered into his glory, they remember that uh, what had happened and realized that these things had been written about him. Many in the crowd had uh, seen Jesus call Lazarus from the tomb. We're going to read that in a second. Raising him from the dead. And they were telling others about him. Uh, that was the reason so many went out to meet him because they had heard about this miraculous sign. Then the Pharisees said to each other, there's nothing we can do. Look, everyone has gone after him. Um, so actually, I want to talk to you on the topic of uh, palms uh, to thorns, palms to thorns. Uh, there's three significant events that happened during this time that we're actually going through right now during this week. Um, I want to give you all three uh, events that took place, and then I also want to give you all a sub-point too. So the first point was the entry, this triumphant entry that we talked about. And the sub-point to this, this point is he was cursed so that we could be blessed. He was cursed so that we could live blessed. But this entry, this triumphant entry, it represents a lot, I believe. Um, you, got, you got to realize that the, at this point in time, the people of Israel were actually um, conquered and ruled by the Roman Empire. And they were actually, uh, they expected a king to rise up and reign. Um, but, and, and everybody thought Jesus was that king, but he wasn't the king that they thought he was. And I believe a lot of times us as Christians is, we could have that same, those same thoughts as he wasn't, he's not the king or the God that we thought he was going to be mm-hmm. to us. And um, 
he was actually much greater than what they thought. But uh, he was not the king that they expected. Uh, so just in, in a few short weeks, they went from putting palm branches on him and, and singing praise him to a few short days later, crucify him. And this is very significant. These are the same people that, were, that believed in him and wanted to acknowledge him as king. And instead of Jesus sitting on a throne, he's actually hanging from a cross. And instead of him receiving a crown of gold, he's receiving a crown of thorns. And, uh, and we could think badly of these people, but actually we could be the same as these people. That's why I asked y'all the question in the beginning, how, do we, how is our response when things seem to not be going our way? Because we could be the same as these people. One day we're praising him with palms, but just a few short days later, in times of temptation, difficulty, hardship, we're crowning him. We're the ones crowning him with thorns. So here's the significant thing about this entry. So Jesus entered Jerusalem. And uh, if you read in the scripture, uh, in, in the Gospels, it was always saying Jesus was making his way towards Jerusalem. The reason he was saying that, because Jerusalem represented that's where his death was. That's where he was going to be crucified. So we have to realize that when Jesus entered the entry, this, this is point one, the entry, Jesus entered Jerusalem knowing full well what was about to happen to him. And Jesus made a conscious decision to enter into God's purpose for him. So I want to encourage y'all guys, y'all have to make a conscious decision to enter God's purpose for him. I've been sorry for, your, for, your, for you. You have to have a, I like to, to put it like a, a line in the sand that you're not willing to cross. Like there's, there's no going back. It's kind of like you, uh, you burn a bridge where you can't ever cross back on that, that old life again. So Jesus was making this decision. He was burning the bridge where he was not going to ever go back again. He was, choosing, he was choosing the cross. He was choosing the curse so that we could live blessed. So even though they were blessing him, in reality, he was choosing not, not to be blessed, but to be cursed. And he didn't delay it. He didn't prolong it. And I think many times we could delay a decision that God is calling us uh, to make because we don't, think, we don't see the payoff. We think that our way or our decision is better than God's way or God's decision. But we have to follow Jesus' example. He entered. He had a triumphant, triumphant entry. And uh, Jesus, the Bible says that Jesus, uh, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. That's what we have to see. We have to see there's a payoff to do what, we're, what God is calling us to do. There's a joy on the other side of, of the death in our lives. And I'm gonna, it's going to lead me to my next point. But... Um, his decision to enter Jerusalem at this time was a decision to choose the cross. And, I, and I'll read that in Galatians 3, 13. It says, uh, but Christ has rescued us from the curse pronounced by the law when he was hung on the cross. He took upon himself the curse for our wrongdoing, for it, it is written in the scriptures, cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. So he chose to be cursed. Um, I want to ask y'all guys, what decision are you prolonging that's keeping you from God's purpose? What decision are you prolonging right now that's keeping you from God's purpose? You have to make the decision to believe also that you're blessed no matter what circumstance you're going through. A lot of times we could be going through a tough time or hardship or just a, a difficult time in life and you feel like you can't get over the hump and you think it's because you're not blessed or because someone else is blessed or because God's punishing you. 
in reality, you have to believe that you're blessed. You have, to, you have to know that you're blessed. You have to come to the decision that nothing or no one will get in the way of God's purpose for you. Everyone has to come to that decision. Uh, Matthew 27, uh, verse 28, says, They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him. They wove thorn branches into a crown and put it on his head, and they placed a reed stick in his right hand as a scepter. Then they knelt before him in mockery and taunted, Hell, king of the Jews. They spit on him and grabbed the stick and struck him on the head with it. When they were finally tired of mocking him, they took off the robe and put his own clothes on him again. Then they led him away to be crucified. And this leads uh, to the second significant event that happened, and that was the de- uh, death. So the entry and then the death. And the subpoint to this is he was rejected so that we could be accepted. He was rejected so we could be accepted. If y'all know um, the prayer of Jesus, you can read it in John chapter 17. It's a long chapter of, of his prayer in the garden uh, a few hours before he was crucified. Uh, I want to read you another passage though in Luke 22. This is actually his prayer during that, uh, that time as well. Luke 22, 39 says, Then accompanied by the disciples, Jesus left the upstairs room and went as usual to the Mount of Olives. There he told them, pray that you will not give in to temptation. He walked away about a stone's throw and knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Then an angel from heaven appeared and strengthened him. He prayed more fervently and he was in such agony of spirit that his sweat fell to the ground like great drops of blood. Uh, This was right before his death. He prayed this prayer, not my will, but yours be done. You have to remember that resurrection does not happen until death happens first. And uh, before Jesus died physically, he actually died another way before that. His will died first. Before his physical body died, his will died first. And it's not your faith that dies. It's not your belief in, in God's promise that dies. It's your will that has to die. That's the death we're talking about. And you won't ever truly experience uh, the resurrect, re- resurrecting power of Christ until you first allow your will to die. Are you getting something? Um, and also another thing is uh, your will has to die in order for God's will to thrive in your life. Uh, it's kind of like, uh, like plants or like trees. Like... Uh, they don't just sprout up out of nowhere. Like you had to put a seed into the ground, right? The seed has to go into the ground. It dies and it becomes the tree here, becomes the plant and it bears fruit. And it's the same, it's the same with us. Like we're not going to experience the life, the resurrecting power that God has for us. If our will doesn't go into the ground and die first. Um, so I want to ask you what needs to die in your life in order for God to resurrect something greater. Uh, I like the way Hebrews 5, 7 puts it. It says, while Jesus was here on earth, he offered prayers and pleadings with a loud cry and tears to the one who could rescue him from death. And God heard his prayers because of his deep reverence for God. This is interesting because it says God heard. That, that word heard actually means an answer was sent back to him. Um, but we all know that Jesus, he was crying to be rescued from death but he still died. So what it says, the answer was sent back to him. What kind of answer was sent back to him during this prayer? 
uh, here's something to here's something to remember that in your time of difficulty or hardship or whatever it is, temptation, God won't always deliver us out of our circumstances, but he will always strengthen us to get through our circumstances. And it says that an angel came and strengthened him when he, when he prayed. So we have to remember, just because our circumstances are not changing, it doesn't mean that God is not strengthening us. Yeah. I like the story of um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He said, when, they, when they told Nebuchadnezzar and they said, our God could deliver us from you, but even if he doesn't, like we, we still won't bow. And I think we have to have that same heart, that same faith where like, even if God doesn't deliver me out of this, I'm still not going to give in. I'm still not going to bow. I'm still not going to give up. And God actually w- walked in the fire with them. So I want to encourage y'all with that, just to, to remember that he wants to strengthen you. Uh, Matthew 27, back, back to there. Verse 45, uh, it says, At noon, darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. This is when Jesus was hanging on the cross. At about three o'clock, Jesus called out with a loud voice. Eli, Eli, uh, Lema Sebakthani. I like slaughtered that. I don't know how to pronounce that. Which means, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? And here's what I believe what what was happening during this time. Like Jesus cried out to God, the Father, and said, why did you abandon me? I believe what was happening at this time was the entire sins of the world, past, present, and future, all of our sins were on Jesus at that point in time. And God rejected him at that moment. That was the very first time in Jesus' life that he's ever felt rejection or abandonment from his father. And it's interesting because it wasn't the rejection from the people. Jesus was rejected from people. They mocked him, they cursed him, they spit on him, they rejected him. But that's not the rejection that bothered Jesus. The rejection that bothered Jesus was the rejection from his father. But you have to remember that he was rejected so that we could be accepted by the father. Like it's so, it's so amazing what he was doing during this time. His death allowed us to be accepted by the father. So this is the second point. And the third point is uh, the resurrection the most significant event that's ever happened in humankind. And the sub point is he gave his life so to give us life. He gave his life to give us life. Uh, I like the story of Lazarus. We all know the story of Lazarus that Jesus raised him from the dead in John chapter 11. We can read that. This is the last passage. Uh, John 11, uh, 21 says, Uh, Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know God will give you whatever you ask. And Jesus told her, your brother will rise again. Yes, Martha said, he will rise when everyone else rises at the last day. Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. And verse 26 says, everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this, Martha? And then verse 46, if we skip down to there, says, but some went to the Pharisees and told them what Jesus had done. Then the leading priests and Pharisees called the high council together. What are we going to do? They asked each other. This man certainly performs many miracles. If we allow him to go on like this, soon everyone will believe in him. 
Then the Roman army will come and destroy both our temple and our nation. Verse 53 says, so from that time on, the Jewish leaders began to plot Jesus' death. And this is so significant because he gave his life to give us life. They didn't take his life from him. He gave his life. You have to remember that. So the interesting thing about this moment, so the moment he decided to bring resurrection life to someone else was the moment that they started to plot his death. So he made a conscious decision to give this person life, to give Lazarus life, knowing that it, that was the very moment they're going to start plotting his death. So Jesus is all, has always been willing to give someone life, even if it meant costing his own life. And we don't call things resurrected if they never actually died. Uh, Lazarus was actually dead for four days. Jesus rose on the third day. They were actually dead. So you got to think about the disciples. The, the, in John chapter 21, it says these disciples turned the world upside down. That's amazing because like their message reached us all the way up to the 21st century. And here's why. It's because they actually saw him die. They saw the, the lashings that fell on his back. They saw the nails that went through his hands and his feet. They saw the spear, the piercing that went through his side. They saw that. But another thing they actually saw was the same body they saw die was the same body they saw resurrected to. Mm-hmm. And it was life-changing. We have to have this same faith as these disciples. And Jesus told Thomas, we actually saw the episode today with our kids uh, it was called Doubting Thomas, and uh, it was when he didn't believe. He was like, uh, the disciples told Thomas, like, we saw Jesus resurrected, and he was like, I won't believe it until I see it. He's like, I won't believe it until I touch the, the scars in his hands. And what happened, Jesus showed up among them, and he says, Thomas, look, here I am. And Thomas saw the, the scars in his hands and his feet and the piercing on his side, and, and his response was, my Lord and my God. He's, and he, he said, forgive me for not believing. So we can't doubt any longer when we're going through tough times of difficulty or, or trials, tribulations. We have to know that he is the resurrection. He is the life. The, the, the life. But we have to be willing to give our life, to, to, give, to lay our will down. That's what they were able to do. They, were, they actually got martyred for the sake of the name of Jesus. But it's because they believed in his resurrection. They believed so we can't go from one moment giving him palms to the next moment giving him thorns. We must have a, an unwavering and unshakable faith in him. Amen. Thanks for listening to the message. If you'd like to stay up to date with what's happening at Limitless, follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook at Hop Limitless. If you enjoyed the message today, Please subscribe so that you'll always be in the know of our latest content. We'll catch you next time on the Limitless Podcast.